do you like sandwiches with three slices of bread? He's like, yes. Then you're part of... Uh, no, no. Then we have formed a club. And <laughs> <laughs> Philly uh, toothpicks? Yeah. <laughs> I'm for them. <laughs> oh, man. We butchered it so much. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should. And you probably are. And that's why we like you. This week on Chill Filtered, this is kind of a one-off episode. If this is your first time listening, uh, just know that uh, we are taking dry January seriously this month. We're, we're just for for even just our uh, alcohol health. There's mental health, there's <laughs> spiritual health, there's uh, physical health, and there's alcohol health. And we want to take alcohol health seriously and uh, take a month off of drinking just to uh, reset. And so this is one of the episodes we technically recorded in December. And so this is probably the second release of the month of January, I'm imagining. So if there's things that aren't con- continuous or, uh, or are just a little bit different than normal, just know that this isn't our standard uh, way of uh, doing things, our MO. Uh, but there's not going to be too much that's going to be off uh, for your typical episode. So just listen a few more times, at least three more times, and then you'll be hooked. Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, this week on Chill Filter, we are drinking the Michter's 10-year single barrel Kentucky straight rye. Uh, and that is from the 2021 release. And, uh, you know, it's a single barrel, so I can't tell you. Actually, I can tell you the exact barrel. <laughs> and I will do that now. This is barrel number 21E15. Four, eight. Just in case you have a similar barrel, you can find out. And uh, so that's what we're drinking today. But before I get to anything of what we're drinking today or how we're doing, let's talk about some business. Uh, I'm going to rep Patreon. Uh, it is not too late to sign up to Patreon on the $10 tier or more in order to get the next three months worth of uh, drink-along samples. Uh, as we are buying more bottles now for the drink-along samples, we have a little extra uh, so we are able to share that with our Patreon people via Courier. And if you want to be a part of that, if you want to be able to drink along with us on on uh, YouTube Live, uh, feel free to join in. Uh, and we are so grateful for all those who have and are uh, supporting us through Patreon. So patreon.com slash chill filtered. Uh, otherwise, I want to hear everything about how Ravi is doing over the last one or two or three days since we last recorded. <laughs> It hasn't been too long, has it? But it's been a big last few days. I'll tell you it, that. It has, yeah. you know. And I'm going to try to like continuity wise. I'm not going to talk much about not much about Christmas. Now. It's not well. It's the New Year, man. New I Year, yes. New Year, New May. Still the old, but we recorded the after Christmas episode before Christmas. That's true. Yeah, and we did talk about a little Christmas there. Yeah. Or wait, did so. we record the after Christmas episode before Christmas? Yes, I don't did. think we've recorded that one, have we? After Christmas, that came out today. Okay. Yeah. Wait. So wait. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So the next episode. <laughs> I was thinking the next episode will be still in December, but yeah, you're right. No. So we have the Red Breast Twelve was last mm-hmm. week. Yep. Was it twelve? Yeah. Cast. No, Red Breast. Uh, Ed, cast, or single barrel. Or single no, no. Barrel. I'm sorry. Small batch cast strength. Small batch cast. So that was last week. Yep. So it is like the seventh of January now. Something I don't know. At the so this least. is the second episode of yeah. the new year. Mm-hmm. New me. New me. We're not drinking right now, but yeah. we're gonna drink right now. Right now. You know what I'm saying? So they know. They yeah. know. Oh man, I tell you what. So my entry, I'm entry buzzing today. What I guess got? I'm gonna talk about Christmas stuff now. Um, Bring it. I got from my Do father-in-law. Uh huh. A handle Ooh. of J and B, as he <laughs> should. The old we got to do that on the podcast. Like, oh, absolutely. That is probably the most, let's say, accessible blended scotch on the market. Besides, yeah, yeah. even more than like Johnny Walker. So that's what they drink. They drink it uh, with a little bit of club soda. So nice. We, yeah, it's either that or they'll do. Actually, yeah, that's usually what they drink or doers. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. So I'm drinking that with a Red Bull because I'm a little tired right now. Nice. So, yeah, trying to get my spirits lifted get my yeah energy levels up yeah. here downer yeah. with an upper you know what i'm saying oh always yeah a good that's, idea that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was funny though so like i've always alcohol has always affected me as more of an upper yeah i, think I yeah, probably have adhd mm-hmm. or add mm-hmm. or whatever because yeah. caffeine it reverses everything yeah yeah caffeine uh mellows Kinda, me yeah yeah put you i can drink i could drink a cup of coffee before bed and i'm good to mm-hmm. go like yeah do the coffee naps have we talked about coffee naps uh i maybe we have because when i used to it wasn't coffee that did it for me if i had a red bull i could take a nap afterwards but coffee would usually get me a little more buzzed 
Yeah, so yeah. I could do a coffee nap where you, and then what it, I you know just chug a cup of coffee real quick, mm-hmm. set the alarm for twenty five minutes, give your five minutes to fall asleep, twenty yeah. minutes it goes off, you don't enter REM, you wake up with a little caffeine in the system, and you're yeah. good to go, ready for the next part. So, yeah, so you always do that, but uh, no That's man. Sweet. I think pretty things are going well. I don't know what to talk about. I want to hear how your Christmas went because our post Christmas okay. episode, we're not going to talk about Christmas. <laughs> I Christmas need to good. hear about your Christmas. Okay, okay, all right, okay, <laughs> fine. I wasn't going to do what I said I was going to do, but yeah, but you have out. to. Otherwise, yeah. our listeners wouldn't hear how your Christmas went. Christmas was good. Oh my gosh, um, kids were awesome. It was nice. so much fun. Santa brought a huge. Like, oh, I love Santa. As long as I'm a good doll boy, house thing. Love yeah. Santa. Yeah. Huge dollhouse thing. And so like it's been nice. Like That's great. Um it's, so we're my wife's family's in town too. So we're spending a lot of time over at nice. uh, her brother's house. Nice. So we come home and it's like just enough time where the house gets completely messy, mm-hmm. but you don't have time to clean it. Totally. But it's been awesome. So we come home, they you know, they get minimal time with their gifts and they're playing and like it's easy to just sit and relax. So post Christmas is probably one of my favorites because the That's kids are great. just happy. But mm-hmm. Christmas Day was great. We got snow. We got a lot of snow nice. last night. It looks like White it is Christmas snowing again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um I don't know, man. It was just a good Christmas. I don't mm-hmm. know. Not, not too much to say. Got my you know, got my big gift early from Chelsea. That was my my solo bonfire. Nice. And stuff. So yeah, that was pretty good. It's just yeah. I don't know, man. Like the girls are four, the twins are four, and they're just at an age where they, it's just magical. Yeah. Love and Amara, Amara's 11, so she's at an age where she Kinda knows a little bit more of the behind, yeah. the, mm-hmm. behind the scenes thing. She buys into it and loves it. She's a yeah. great big sister. Mm-hmm. But, I love that. Um, she's m- more appreciative of her gifts now, too, and stuff nice. like that. Like she realizes, like, oh man, yeah, the twins got a bunch of little things, but I got a couple big things. And nice. that's, that's, you know, she, it's not like, oh, I only had two gifts and they had 20. Mm-hmm. So. That was a good Christmas. How was you? How did you? How was your Christmas, man? It's good. Uh, yeah, we just. Uh, I'm still in New Jersey, at least when we're recording. New Jersey, Jersey baby, and I'm at that like. Uh, I think Cape May area of Jersey is basically like the appendix to the large uh, intestine, as Jersey is to Cape May, or the other way okay. around, I guess. Uh, it's just this little part that pops out of the bottom of Jersey, and that's where I'm at. Oh, just if north the part of Cape that pops May. out of the bottom, it's. Uh, Dingleberry, uh, bro. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the or Dingleberry least, of Jersey. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and uh, which is not saying a lot for you know when it's Jersey to begin with. Although this part of Jersey, like South Jersey, as well as like especially like the southwest part of Jersey, really nice area. Besides like Camden and all that stuff, that's all right. I mean, but but if we have listeners in Camden, it's great town you live in. Great place. Oh yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. Beautiful. Camden, yeah. Jersey, mm-hmm. New Jersey, yeah. New Jersey. Yeah. And then I think uh, you, I think you mentioned what you're talking about. The bad Camden is in old Jersey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not the, yeah. You got a little confused there. As, you know, my, there is as my daughter, Jersey, Jersey say, Cole, in, you got a little fused. Yeah. Super fused. We, <laughs> we, as who would say one of your daughters, Finley says fused. Oh, I love that. You're, uh, we still, Heather and I will randomly say Amara-isms from when she was three. You guys remember more of those than yeah. I do, I uh-huh. think. We you say, say it, and I'm like, oh my God. Are doing, are doing, daddy. <laughs> or, so, um, speaking of which, um, uh, this summer we're still, uh, Chelsea's got it in her mind. I love and to I'm, hear it. That we're going to head to Virginia. I love that idea. Excuse me. Slash, because uh, she's got a cousin in DC. DC so yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're doing East. We're hoping to do an East yeah. Coast trip still. So hopefully, and so it's gonna down. be Chelsea and Amara and I. There will be no protests from us. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Yeah, and um, and I'll have plenty of PTO to use. So let's do it. And maybe we can go to like, heck, dude! If you go up to uh, DC, Jack mm-hmm. Rose's uh, whiskey saloon or something like that is one of the best. Uh, I would go for one? like a day and then we drive back down basically. Is that uh, the one that was selling all the bottles? Yes, that's COVID? the one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh they have up there like probably the top five whiskey bars in the country, if no, not it's... close to the world. But uh I think what I want to try to do though is because you guys have a decent train system there where Amtrak mm-hmm. kind of runs yeah, north Amtrak's and south. Great. So I'm like mm-hmm. Mara has never been on a train. So oh, I think we're gonna try fun. to do a train mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And if you did that, I would train up and probably train down. And then, you know, you can hang, whether it's before or after you hang out with um, the old train and hang. Uh huh. Yeah. The old, the old, <laughs> the old switcheroo. 
but that being said, I uh, have been, um, yeah, Christmas has been great. We're in Jersey. Uh, I got to hang out with my family. The funny thing is my family, uh, everyone knows this. Everyone knows this. Even our newer listeners is that I am a gift guy. I, one of my love languages is giving and receiving gifts. And so my, I have three older sisters. Well, sort of, and they, um, they all ask for, for my family, my parents are like, what do you want for Christmas? And they're like, I'll just take cash these days. And I'm like, I don't want cash. I want something thoughtful. And, uh, and, you know, I'll give as well. Like, don't get me wrong. I like, you know, like to be generous with what I give as well. Uh, but I like the thoughtfulness of it all. And, mm-hmm. um, and so my mom got me a bunch of stuff off my Amazon wish list. Nice. Uh, she got me a, a grader, like a, a planer or what? Not a planer. It's, it's not called planer. It's a, like a zester kind of a zester, thing, like a zester grader microplate. That's the one I'm thinking of. And I got one of those. I got this cool lighter thing that I just was like very scientific and cool. What um, is this cool? Is it like a butane torch kind of a thing? No, it's called a uh, snakeskin or a rattlesnake lighter. And it's it's based on a rope. Uh, like a, It's pretty cool. You should look it up. It's uh, pretty simple, but you, you spark into this like rope-like mm-hmm. material. And the rope catches on fire, but a very low flame. But it's okay. also hard to put out. Like you can't just like you gotta blow on it really hard to to put out that flame. Uh, but it's a really low flame, and you can do it in like the in the dark. Basically, I mean, in, not in the dark, in the in like a wet environment, you can still light it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's kind of just cool. I think it's like more of a novelty than anything. And like something maybe I'll bring camping or something like that. Uh, and then she got me a few other things like a soda stream, which I kind of wanted to do like a lot of. Um, uh, fizzy water and soda water and stuff like that. So she got me one of those. <laughs> fizzy and water, soda fizzy water. Fizzy water. Yeah, no, soda water, soda? fizzy water already. No, it is. It's all the same. I was just... Fizzy, no, fizzy, I was just, yeah. fizzy no, water yeah. is when you don't have... You haven't paid your dues. Club soda is when you've paid your dues. Yeah, when you've made it into the club. Yeah, yeah. If you earned your due. Yeah. And, it's a member joke. Was like a club yeah. sandwich? I don't think I'm a member. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm not even a member, man. <laughs> And he's like, hey, he's like, you, you like, like avocado? Uh, yeah. He's like, you, you're not a part of the club. You like sandwiches cut into quarters? Yeah. With a bread in between? Yeah. He's like, oh, no, no. He goes, he goes, do you like sandwiches with three slices of bread? He's like, yes. Then you're part of, uh, no, no. Then we have formed a club. <laughs> <laughs> and Philly uh, toothpicks? Yeah. <laughs> I'm for them. <laughs> oh, man. We butchered it so much. But uh, shout but that, out to you know, Edberg. We, we cut enough corners on that one that we put all the corners back together you yeah, exactly. you know what we're saying we made got it into it. a club sandwich yeah what's your opinion on frilly toothpicks i'm for them <laughs> anyway <laughs> um so yeah that we got that going and so i was very encouraged it was nice to be okay with my family so and, cool okay uh-huh. enough about you how mm. was beck's first christmas well before i get to beck's i'll say one thing okay i got along which was crazy yeah. um yeah, That's so great. you yeah. haven't left the house yet, Cole. So yeah, exactly. Well, no. well, the I'm not even going to say it. I think the the horizon is bright good. at this point. So that's the good news. That's good. Um, but yeah, Beck was having a good time. You know, I think of course she's six months old, doesn't really get what's going on. But like we helped her, you know, rip some of the paper. Yeah, and, uh, and she's she playing got with a paper lot of more stuff. doing. Flappy oh yeah, baby. What do you call mm. her? Flappy girl. Flappy girl. Doing flappy yeah. girl with the paper, probably. Yeah, and uh, but I'll tell you what, man. Uh, she's kind of been out of her element. We had the worst night of sleep, probably since month one of this baby. Oh, man. And she like it's so funny. We put her down last night, and she woke up right when we put her down. Like literally, like the moment we are putting her on the bassinet, she's like. Oh, I'm not asleep anymore. Like we, we like rocked her to sleep, basically. Put her down. She's like, oh, hi, daddy. And then uh, we probably spent about two hours doing that again and again and oh. again until she took, like until Just, sleep uh. came upon her and uh, and stayed that way. And it was, it was like, it's stressful because yes. for me and Heather, because they're like, yeah, I want to help. I want to do this. But then at a certain point, you're like, I don't want to help. You know, and then you're like, well, I got to help because just go to so much. bed. Yeah. And yeah. so it's 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 I mean, those who are parents understand, you know, what we're going through and some much more understand than we do, well, including we're, yourself, we're in, Robbie, with we're in the, the middle of it right now. Point. Oh, yeah. Right now, like um, apparently it's, a, it's something that 
like around four and a half years old, which is oh, really right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we're used to sleeping. Like we've been yeah. sleeping for a long time now, which then life is good. Mm-hmm. But Juniper, for whatever reason, she just right. she'll wake up like she, once a night. And so, oh, actually, the other day, Chelsea was like, uh-huh. "Like, dude, you need a nap." So Chelsea laid in the room. And they took a nap, and in the middle of the nap, Juniper starts like kind of whimpering and crying. So oh. she's like, "I think she's ha- really having nightmares." Um, Poor baby. So we put them in the same bed together, and that's helped. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, even just last night, they both woke us up again. So oh. it's just like one of the things we're like, it's, now that we know that she's having nightmares and it's not just coming in, a little more sympathetic. But when it was like, yeah. we think she's just coming in just to come in yeah. because she's like, I'm, I'm awake, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Because that's kind of Junie's thing. Junie's like, Junie yeah. doesn't care. Yeah. Junie could care less. does her thing. Yeah. Uh, but like, there's times in the middle of the night you're like, I am done. You yeah. Are going to bed. We are mm-hmm. done. If I have to come back in here, so help me. Yeah. Kind of a thing. <laughs> so, yeah. but it makes you think like, if I could address Juniper's dreams, I would beat the crap out of them. Oh, right gosh. Now. Yeah. Take them behind the tool shed. Yeah. Take a wrench to their face. You dream into my girl all wrong. Dream like that again. I'll stab you in the yeah. face with the sidearm iron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sort of thing. And uh, so I, I hope that gets better for you. So, but otherwise, uh, yeah, it, Beck had a good time. Well, go ahead. That's that's parent. It ebbs and flows, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy though. Like, like I, the things I've thought in protection mode of my daughter mm-hmm. are like intense things. Like a hundred percent. I told my wife thoughts that I had of protection mode, and like she's involved like, murder, I, <laughs> like. She's like, I don't, well, I'll, I, I don't know if I've told you this off. I'm not uh-huh. going to say it on mic at all yeah, because yeah. it is awful. Uh, but if someone ever hurt my daughters. Yeah. I think, I think I mentioned this on the, we've, I think we've had this conversation before yeah. on the podcast. I remember mm-hmm. my dad, like before he passed away, he's like, I'm old. I'm a vet. I've already killed men. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dang dad. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I don't mind going to jail. Yeah. You, wow. You, you tell me and I'll take care of it, Rob. And I was like, I, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. So and uh yeah. yeah but uh yeah it's it's uh but you know hashtag girl dad and shout Seriously. out to all our girl dad listeners which there well, are a lot of girl dad listeners of chill Hill dude so one thing that i've Except read too, so this is where you got to be careful you got to be careful is <laughs> i've uh do you ever read that book i sent you strong father strong daughters but I, okay. I intend to, yeah. And I think it's in that book. Okay. That, that or another book. That's I, I, I read quote like a few things, but I intend it's good. to 100%. Yeah. Uh, but I remember hearing somewhere along the way that you have to be very careful about those protective thoughts and how you portray them to your daughters because totally. they might be reluctant to tell you because they don't want you to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 will, I will take that in. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I just, some of the things that I read were talking about like, you know, being the the husband to your to her mom as she would want a husband to her, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Wow. Mm-hmm. For uh, anything else, Cole, because we're getting a little long here on the Yeah, actually we, we, we're supposed to keep this episode some uh somewhat <laughs> short. So let's uh let's wrap it up in terms of uh the shooting the breeze and let's drink some Mictors. But before we drink some Mictors, I would love to go over the history. But before we go over the history of the Mictors, uh, I would love to take a quick break. All right. We are back. Yeah, we are. My history. And, um, or or herstory even, and uh, yeah, we don't want to oh, we don't want to uh, make make our uh, female listeners feel like it's not about them as well because this you know whiskey history deals a lot with women maybe not in this episode um, but I'm sure there are you know plenty what? of leading women in this. Well, process. I, at this point, I think we have mm-hmm. to alternate saying whiskey with a W H I S to horsky horsky. That's a good point. I yeah. think once you drink enough whiskey, horsky you might start news. saying whiskey anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. All right. I wanted to give some random shout outs this week before I get into the history, uh, just because we appreciate you guys. Uh, the two random Patreon supporters just wanted to shout out to three uh, just for the heck of it. One to Mike Cook, our California friend. Yeah, uh, thanks, Mike. Mike. For just being a baller, uh, Ryan. Uh, 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 ding. 
Um, thank you, sir. And um, may you have another. Oh, you, I may have another. I may have two okay. others. Um, we really appreciate your support, Mike. Uh, another to freaking Matt Porter of ADHD Whiskey on YouTube. Uh, what a baller. If you have not checked out Matt's channel, ADHD Whiskey oh. on YouTube, pause the podcast right now. Come back to it later and watch at least his latest video and you'll be hooked. Yeah, please come back because you'll one. watch yeah. Matt and you'll be like, oh man, yeah, this like, is like I don't even need these guys anymore. Just good yeah. Please come back. And that's like actually a concern of mine is like, and I, there was <laughs> there would be no hesitation in re- don't listen recommending to Matt. Don't listen, no, Matt. You don't want to listen to ADH whiskey. No, no, there would be no hesitation where, recommending where is, Matt, but I'm like, maybe they'll get all their to? whiskey needs met with Matt. And I hope not. What's the nice thing about Matt? Matt condenses it down and it's just like, it's easy to quick watch yeah and, and, and his and our channel are very different i mean sure we both get very distracted <laughs> but that's about, you know and whiskey and that's about all we have in common what yeah. do you think about the indiana jones movie series cole oh man it's like do you want to get <laughs> do you want to get into the first three and discard disregard the fourth but i won't go there. oh no you can't real good no, All right. But, um, I was listening to Oi to the World once again. I've mentioned this like 10 times now on the podcast mm-hmm. in the last month. But there's a line there. And this guy got the sword from Indiana Jones. Um, you know which I imagine cool? is the sword from the Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, as opposed to the sword from uh, Temple, or not the Temple of Doom, the uh, Last Crusade. So just saying that, just saying that. So interestingly enough, Cole, today uh-huh. when you texted me. Yeah. I was watching No Doubt perform on Leno nice. in oh, 1997. I love it. How did she do? Oh, I wasn't even worried about her. I can't remember yeah. the bass player's name, but he was doing the two-step while playing bass, and it looked friggin' amazing. Baller. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, right. And then last shout-out to Nathan Anthony, who's just a stinking baller in general. All right, let's get into the history this week. We're talking about Wait, Can makers. I tell you something real quick? Yeah, One please. of my favorite things to do with Glenn Cairns is go like uh-huh. this. Ooh, and then like shake them around your ears, cling two together, and then move them back and forth across your ears. Wish I had Glenn Cairn right now. You don't have what do you? No, I'm at my uncle's place, so I have some uh, old-fashioned looking glasses right here. So you're you didn't bring your big old swirly snifter? No, I I would have if I wasn't worried about the trip. Uh, You know what would have been awesome? I just realized Uh I clanged those two Glen Cairns together really hard. You did. I was a little surprised (laughs) with how much you hit them together. I was like, dang, I guess they are, you know, pretty durable. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. One day we'll break them and we'll be like, today was the day we finally earned it. Today was the day Robbie got glass shards in his (laughs) face. Like there's dickle in my eye. Well, there's glass in my eye. (laughs) Uh, So this is not our first Michter's product on the podcast. Episode six, we did Michter's 10 year single barrel bourbon. Uh, That was from the 2016 realm of that release. And that was episode, and no, and then episode 129, we did Michter's toasted barrel, the 2014 release of that. So it's been quite a while, but I'll try not to overlap history uh, for that. So uh, on a previous episode, we talked about Michter's being the whiskey that warmed the American Revolution and how it was named after Lou Foreman's two sons, Michael and Peter. And yes, if you're wondering, we are Michael. mispronouncing Michter's. It is called Michter's technically. Uh, it, someone help me out. Whoever's been to the Michter's distillery, do they actually call it Michter's at the distillery? That's what I want to know. Uh, I'm sure that we have a listener who's been there. Hit us up on Instagram. Uh, so yeah, on the previous episode, we talked about that. Uh, that's right. Uh, it's pronounced Miters. Uh, and if you don't remember that history, feel free to listen to episode 129. Uh, that being said, this rye whiskey is sourced. And uh, oh. Miters brought on a new master distiller a few years ago. And they're working to bring the distilling in-house. Is sourcing bad? Yeah, that's the question. At this point, I feel like I've changed my opinion on sourcing a lot over the last three to four years of doing this podcast. These days, I don't think it's a big deal as long as the company releasing the product makes their own, makes it their own, not makes their own whiskey, makes the product they're putting out. <laughs> sourcing is not bad as long as you don't yeah, source. Yeah, as long as you make it your saying. own. Yeah, 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 make your own whiskey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, and so for the record, this is off the notes. If you don't understand what sourcing is, it's basically a third party is making your whiskey, potentially even aging and um, like the whole process besides the potentially even the bottling. Some distillers do that. Uh, but I think when you make that product your own, 
it makes it special. If the source whiskey is just simply distilled, aged, and bottled by another company, that's one thing. But I mean, look at Smoke Wagon. They've had a hand in pretty much every decision about the bourbon they make, even though it's made at uh, MGP. Uh, they choose the Mashville, they choose the entry proof, they choose the location in the warehouse and everything, and they make it their own. Uh, some companies will source their whiskey, but finish it even in special ways, like put it in some secondary finishes and stuff like that. All I'm saying is, if you're going to source, still be unique with your product. And, oh, and cool maybe, saying. yeah, that's all I'm saying. Give maybe. a chance. Yeah. And on top of that, um, <laughs> One other you just, thing. You just did a drunk uncle kind of move there. I kind of did, yeah. I, yeah, hey, let me I had tell a hiccup you as I said it. Like, <laughs> Speaking of um, which, are you entry buzzing at all? No? Uh, I, Heather and I just went out for a semi-date. Uh, my parents took Beck and my two nieces. And we, me and Heather went to a, uh, it's called Princeton Bar and Grill in Avalon, New Jersey. So shout out to them. They did a good job. Good drinks. I had a old-fashioned and then a is that why you asked me if I used martini. the bitters yet no you, uh you i was making old-fashioned yesterday yeah it was it was to share heather got a wine and then we split the chocolate martini for dessert yeah pretty much and uh, so yeah that was what i entry buzz i'm not really feeling an entry buzz right now in terms of buzz but i rarely do in the entry buzz but sometimes i do um, <laughs> and so yeah, that here's my other thing is that yeah, if you're going to source, maybe even start planning to make your own stuff. Uh, but like, look at look at uh, HNC Nevada Distilling, where the like Smoke Wagon, uh, where they don't even plan to like they. I mean, at this point, I don't believe they plan to because the, the distilling licenses stuff with Nevada is like a pain apparently. So maybe if they moved out of state and started to do it, but I don't know. Like I I wouldn't respect you less if a distillery decided to start making their own product too uh whoops but um uh let's see um oh where did i leave off all i'm saying is okay but yeah from what i hear this is what i hear at least uh this is my source from uh what's his name he's like a big deal in the whiskey world but why am i forgetting his name um uh, I want to say he's on the bourbon pursuit sometimes. Um, I forget, but uh, <laughs> he, yeah, chocolate martini, chocolate getting martini man. Out. It's getting right to my oh. head. So uh, what I hear, where's my memorini? From what I hear, they source from uh, Brown Foreman, which is not what you typically hear in terms of sourcing. You you rarely hear about like Brown Foreman doing that. So. Um, and so Michter's is owned by a guy, and this is what's crazy, a guy named Joseph Magliocchi, Magliocco. He and a former Austin Nichols president, uh, Dick Newman, decided to join together to resurrect the brand in the 1990s. Uh, for those who don't remember, Austin Nichols was the original company behind Wild Turkey. And now I believe the company behind Wild Turkey is um, Campari. Uh, uh, but at least they were, yeah, like Austin Nichols was back in the days of the early uh, wild turkey days. And so uh, this guy, Joseph Magliocco, uh, it was cool to do a little bit of history with him. I looked into his, you know, I like to look into single person owners of distilleries uh, or of, you know, that kind of brands. Uh, because you don't see that often. You usually get like whiskey or liquor conglomerates or potentially family owned. But this random guy, Joseph Magliocco, he owns it. And I guess that's technically family owned because one guy can be a family, maybe. No, I guess not. Um, like an army of one. Army of one. A army. family mm -hmm. of one. Yeah. I don't all need that you nobody. Yeah. And so he went to Yale originally undergrad. And then he went to Harvard Law School. But even after getting and passing the bar exam, uh, didn't seem like he really wanted to work in the legal realm too much. Uh, he went straight into the spirits realm and maybe he just had a lot of money growing up or something like that. He's like, I'm just going to start buying, you know, spirit brands or at least whiskey brands. Uh, I don't know, but he does weirdly sh share the exact same name as a Italian American mobster, 
learned that as I was doing some research. I'm like, wait, is well, this guy the same Jersey? guy? Yeah, exactly. Well, South they blew up the Jersey. chicken man last week. Oh, what? What's this? Oh, oh it's just Atlantic City. Springsteen. Uh, I got so. There's a, literally a Springsteen poster in the wall that I'm in. You would like it. Which, which poster is it? It's uh, Bruce Springsteen, Sunday, October 10th at 8 p.m. at Millet Hall. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, you probably were there. Oh. So. I've never, that's bucket list, man. Like, dude, for, the boss. The boss starts touring. Mm-hmm. I am there. That's, I put a bid. Yeah. He's just sold his catalog for $500 million. I put it in a bid. I, I didn't that. win. Wait, but half a billion dollars? I'm not surprised. He wrote so many songs. Oh, his catalog so many albums. Huge. Yeah. So, um, but I wasn't able to make the connection between Joseph Magliocco Mobster and Joseph Magliocco uh, Spirits Owner. That being said, let's talk about the whiskey we're drinking today. Michter's 10-year single barrel rye. Uh, This is the second year they've done, um, or I'm sorry, this is, um, this is, they do this pretty much every year. But from what I hear, there were a few years where the rye didn't come out. I I can't um, verify that yet. What's that? It's like Groundhog's Day. Oh, the rye didn't come out. Oh, didn't show we this. Wait. We got to wait 10 more years. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's 46.4% alcohol. It is a single barrel. Uh, and a 10-year single barrel is not impossible to find on the whiskey market, but it is rare. Uh, it's things like uh, uh, Henry McKenna are typically in that realm of single barrel 10 years. Uh, used to be uh, Eagle Rare, but not anymore. Not the single barrel part. Uh, but it's a rye as well, which is hard to find. Uh, I, the last time I got this uh, was at the bar that I worked at. It was pretty good. Uh, that's the thing about single barrels is that, you know, you never know. They might be a little bit slightly different than the last barrel you tried on it. Uh, it is, like I said, a 10-year. Uh, no special finishes on this guy. Uh, but let's pop it open. Oh, and the uh, price, I believe I paid... I actually didn't write this note, but I believe I paid about one twenty for this, so it's out there. Um, and here's the cork pop. Here we go. Ooh, Papadopoulos. No one. George Papadopoulos. Oh man. So, speaking of Miketers, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday I went to the uh, my goddaughter's baptism. Okay. And. Uh, my the, my godfather baby daddy i think that's mobster. speaking of mobsters oh <laughs> he got me a bottle of miketers nice uh, rye. Brand or what oh the the standard rye standard, nice yeah was but it also the cast strength uh no no right, i just cool. no, they got so, good cast but anyway strength. so he's also watching because i talked him into watching sopranos his nice. chris kelpin uh-huh. my godfather baby daddy um and uh he also handed me an envelope at the nice (laughs) and he's like you don't have have what is what is the line is like you don't you know uh as he's brushing his beard or his mustache he's like you don't have the courtesy to call me godfather what's the line i I don't offer you can't refuse i've seen it once I've never seen The Godfather, and I started it once, and then it came off whatever streaming service I started. Uh, I'll tell you what, I might hurt some feelings saying this. I agree with um, uh, Peter Griffin on this one. Okay, it is okay. Uh, but the thing about The Godfather is that it has such a cast. I mean, it's got everyone from Robert Duvall to uh, Marlon Brando, like really crazy cast, like uh, James Caan, um, who else? I mean, of course, Pacino and um, all the top peeps. Uh, but it's okay. I mean, it's 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 one of those movies where it's got <laughs> like, it, like I get it. And I, and it was, don't get me wrong. It's a good movie, but I don't think it's the best movie of all time at all okay but so and we peter griffin one. says it assumes itself and i'm like i get what you're saying there peter griffin. so but is that now rewind go back mm-hmm. in time yeah i mean how many things have been influenced by it that's a great question or that's a great right? point yeah so the more it's you know you have people 
it's a copy of a copy, right? Mm -hmm. So if you Xerox something, Xerox the Xerox, copy the copy, copy the copy, copy the copy. Eventually, you get to the point where it's diluted so much, like I don't even know what this is. Mm -hmm. And so, in the timeline of when it was out, the filmography or whatever, I don't Mm -hmm. know. It's if you were in 1970 and you saw it. Oh, totally. It blow your mind. Yeah, I'm sure that would be true. I like that. Yeah, I like. So I don't know. Um, anyway, nose wise, what are you getting? I'm so little... I'm getting strong bourbon notes on this. Very few rye oh, related I I was notes. The corn, like what's the? Yeah. did you say the mash bill? What's the mash? I bill? didn't get the mash bill. Uh, you know, the funniest thing is I kind of rushed through the actual bottle details because I wrote the history, but apparently didn't write the actual bottle history. So I gave everything I did know. Uh, but there's maybe a few things I don't know. But like I we said, it's worry. sourced and it's from Brown Foreman, and I think Brown Foreman's uh rye recipe has a decent amount of corn in it yeah Yeah, i'm getting a decent amount of corn Mm -hmm. so yeah there's a there's it's like but it's not super bourbony there's it's got some like rice spice to it not yeah like you you would expect but it Mm -hmm. definitely has something and that's the thing is like maybe i don't know what rice spice is because even when you go like the like we had high west then we're like dram yeah, like I don't necessarily think of that as a rye. So maybe I gotta like go back, listen to episodes, reframe, and drink some more rye. Because yeah, okay, I don't know. It might just be me. I don't even know if we have enough time for me to go into this. No, I'll probably bring it up later. Okay. Put it. Yeah, put this a pin is. Uh, yeah, very bourbony, nice caramel. There's a slight sharpness in a hard candy sort of way in the nose as opposed to that chewy caramel that I usually mention, but it's, it's very like, I even get notes of corn, like you were saying, uh, as opposed to like baking spices and cinnamon. Actually, there is a little bit of cinnamon on this nose, but also it's not a bad note, but almost like, um, latex, say latex. No, I wasn't going to say latex, but I am going to say, uh, it's a weird note, but it's like very slight and it's not bad. Uh, you know when you, you you ever cut a cabbage and cut the core out of it? Every day. Yeah, every other day at least for me. And <laughs> you you take a bite out of the actual core, and it's got slight, very slight. Uh, there's kind of a, a flavor to it, but it's it's a little bit cabbagey, but it's also a little bit horseradishy. I'm not saying there's a horseradish note on this. I am saying there's kind of an earthy uh, beet note to it, but not beet. Maybe radish. Radish is probably a better word. Oh man, get to the root of this. Mm-hmm. Tubers, tubers, right? Mm-mm. It's got a tuber mm-hmm. note. Maybe aren't t- potatoes tubers? Anything, anything under the in the ground is like the root system. Okay, Did you, you say root is a tuber. Root, root. Okay, roto rooter. Root rudder. Root rudder. Let's have another. Here we go. I'm going Hey-o. for another sip. <laughs> I took a sip. Uh, I'm surprised with how much oak is on this. It's not unpleasant, but I'm surprised by the nose didn't have many notes of oak, but the palate really does have yeah, some strong oak, more than I ever remember for the last time I sipped this. What's the ABV on this again? Uh, 46.2? It feels 46. a little hotter. Than... Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, mm. 0.2 mm-hmm. extra is that where mm-hmm. I was at. No, it does feel a little bit hotter. Like it's, it I don't feels know. like it's like 46. It feels hotter than that for sure. 90 proof, yeah. 92 technically or whatever. 92.8. Yeah. Um, it's not. I am actually getting the opposite, to be honest. I kind of feel really? like this is watered down. Well, Maybe it was not... that chocolate martini that really set me up. Oh, like, man. Like everything else is, is diluted compared to that. So I, I will say this. It feels thin, mm-hmm. but it also... It, kind of coming in hot i see what you're saying like flavor wise it's a little thin but like vapor wise or stuff like that it's kind of yeah like it's it, I, yeah wise. i don't know i i gotta be honest so far not my favorite i was really excited for this too because i love my thirst mm-hmm. um you know let's just call it what it have is. you had have you had the uh the one that you were given recently the mike Ders rye i have not had the michael peters rye yeah Michael and I like it. And that's the thing is like, I, I always like every time I've had Mm. Mike, Michael Peters, I love Michael Peters. Yeah. Michael Peters. And this is not my favorite. 
I so Mikers Mikers can put out some really good stuff. Uh, in fact, the 2014 toasted finish bourbon was fantastic. Uh, but this is a little bit of a letdown. Uh, here's the notes that I'm getting: corn, barely yeah. any rye, oak is showing up quite a bit, but not in a not in a dry way. I can't say that it's it's, it's kind of not dry, not sweet. It's just oak, and then I'm getting some. Um, just kind of a diluted taste. I mean, it's really not that strong notes in any direction. Although but I am I think, getting, I think bourbon-y rye it. it's for sure. Very bourbony, very oaky, mm-hmm. and that's not what I want from a rye. If I want mm-hmm. bourbon and oaky, I go for a aged bourbon, especially a ten-year rye. My thing about rye, I think rye age more pleasantly than bourbons do in general. Okay. I think. A 10-year rye compared to a 10-year bourbon can show a lot more notes of progressed age and candiness and sweetness in a really good way than your typical bourbon. And that's what I enjoy about a good rye or bourbon is the nice sweetness to them. That's not the only thing, but that's one of the biggest things. And I think this is let me down. I I wouldn't say this is candy-like. Uh, it's, it's definitely it's more kind- chewy caramel, if anything. I'd say nose-wise, there's a lot of sweetness on the nose, mm-hmm. but it does not show up on the palate like you yeah. would want or think it would based mm-hmm. on the nose. Yes. So I dropped water, and again, it's just a water. lot of Oops. lot of bourbon. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, big bourbon notes. I don't have a Dude. water dropper, but I do have a finger. <laughs> um, I I got to figure out something with these cameras because. When, like, so we're recording this. What is it? The 27th? 27th. And we're going to, after, so this is our entry buzz for, we're going to mm-hmm. record right after this with Embellished Pod John. Yeah, that's right. And it's going to go live on YouTube. And I'm watching myself sniff this. And I look evil when I sniff whiskey. My mm-hmm. face in the air, I look like a villain. You look beautiful. Oh, you're too kind. Um, I get uh, with water still bourboning. Okay, it's really sweet on the nose. I'm gonna go for a sip. Yeah, on the nose, I'm actually getting a little bit more oak, and that oak note that I'm getting that I didn't get on the neat nose is almost unpleasant compared to the. I know I've said this many times before. I am very sensitive to oak, uh, and I don't always like it when things are over oaked. I like this with water better than neat. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit more of uh, that cinnamon that you can get with a rye, a little mm. mintiness. Um, but then it, even at that, I get a little bit of bitterness on the backside. Mm-hmm. So I, neat, I'm not a huge fan of, but mm-hmm. water was a little bit better, but I don't know. This isn't a bad bourbon. <laughs> uh, even though bad it's a bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not blowing my mind. And it doesn't make me feel like it's a rye. And I just had it with ice or with water too. And yeah, you know, it's, it's not worse with ice, but I don't know if it's better myself. Yeah. It's, you know, it's one of those things where I would like to say if you like bourbon and want to get into rye, mm-hmm. this might be a good bridge. But, but it's I, also it, like it doesn't really represent a rye. It doesn't go into rye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but heck, you might have a 2021 Victor's 10 single barrel rye, and it might be very different. That's the thing. These are always going to be slightly different. Same, different yeah. barrel. If you have the same barrel, yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, but if you don't have the same barrel, um, get the same barrel. Yeah, ice. I mean, if it's there, get it. Just because, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and it's a it's a very special bottle, and I love the the sexy shape of this bottle. It is nice. Yeah, and I love the bottom. There's there's like an inch plus of glass as the base of this bottle and i think that's it's a fat bottom cool. girl yeah that's thick with two c's if you know what i'm saying he's about you to make a rock go around yeah <laughs> get on your bikes and ride oh man <laughs> oaky this is so oaky it really yeah. is mm-hmm. i think it's over yeah, oak. It's strong yeah especially yeah. with water yeah so i just added some ice giving it the old spin j the old match the old match you know the swirly poo. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sweeter. Sweeter nose. 
Yes. Not well, anything else, though. It's just just almost like sweet candy on the nose, but no it, other notes. It almost gets cidery on my on the nose to me. Not against that note. Not against because it it's like it's, there's the sweetness is there, but it's also very bourbon appley. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Kind of where it goes. Not, so. not rye appley, bourbon appley. Which there is such a thing. I'd like to think that certain ryes have an appley taste to them. Whenever I play ryeopoly, I mm. choose to be the cannon. Yeah. Or battleship. Mm-hmm. What do you choose to play as when you play Ryopoly? The shoe. <laughs> you would be a shoe guy. Yeah. No, I'm actually a thimble guy. That's pretty much You're what thimble? I always do. Yeah. Why thimble? Because it's thimble, man. It's thimble. <laughs> uh, I love to thimble. Yeah. I would always go, as a kid, I would go battleship, mm-hmm. cannon. Is there, mm-hmm. There's a cannon, right? Or am I thinking of risk? There's also the car. Car, I like. Oh, car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was car first. And there's the shoe. Car, battleship, thimble. Scotty dog. That was my choice. Oh, I forgot about the dog. No, I would think, you know, if I really were to reassess my decision, if the dog's on the table, I'm between the dog and the thimble. Okay. It's thimble, man. <laughs> oh, man. Leonard Skinner, simple man. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, shout out ever. to Bryce Marita. And you know why? Because that's a song that he likes. Did we mention that before? I don't remember. I think I have. That. So one of the first times I ever talked to Bryce was in New Orleans. Uh, randomly, we were, uh, he was, he lived down there. He worked for basically Habitat for Humanity. And, um, and one day, I feel like it was while we were pumping up gas at a gas station. I'm serious about this. And he we randomly talk about Leonard Skinner or something like that and he goes I don't even know how it came up but he was like at my funeral and if should god forbid Bryce ever dies he said at my funeral and I don't think he will ever die I think he will live forever he looks that smile looks with that like, smile like immortal. dude people ask people that are 100 plus they're like how did you live to 100 plus and Bryce would be like because I smile all the time <laughs> and it's good. He's got a great smile. Like I would not hide that at all oh, if I had beautiful. his smile. But anyway, uh, Bryce said, and I don't know if this still counts. And Bryce hit us up if if I need to change my answer to you know should God forbid this ever happen. Um, he said at my funeral I want you to play "Simple Man" by Leonard Skinner, and I was like, "Because okay. all I want for you, my son, is to be satisfied Ooh. and be a simple." <laughs> Man. Man. <laughs> anyway oh man we might have to cut that part out that might have no. gotten too loud no wait did mine yeah. distort that's the real question yeah, i i didn't yours didn't but i had to yours didn't my, i backed yours away okay. perfect all right ice wise thins it out nicely i think mm. ice is probably my favorite mm. it feels it feels kind of it's not bad with ice i get no it, bitterness it the it yeah. metals mellows the oakiness mm. for sure but i still think it's thinner than what was already thin to be honest so i'd say neat is my top pour like pretty much pretty much even with the water pour so yeah uh okay. do you have a rating in mind for this guy i'm getting there do you have one you want to go first um yeah i'm gonna go with an 8.2 here i'm just gonna okay. right off the cuff 8.2 i think it's good nothing wrong with plus or eight plus uh but i wouldn't buy this again for um 120 ish uh i think it's but here's the thing is that i've had better before i've had better nictor's 10-year rise um maybe so it'd be a gamble if i saw it at 120 hole was bad yeah i yeah i might buy it again hoping the bunghole was a little bit better yeah but it's good. Yeah. It's I liked. Here's what I liked about it is that it, you could drink it anyway, uh, without being bad. It just wasn't great. Uh, doesn't that's live my up only to complaint. Your expectation, and it's not a rye. It's it's much more of a bourbon. Yeah, yeah, and that's my thing too. If you like bourbons, this is a good. This would be a good bourbon. If you like oh. bourbon and oak, mm-hmm. ain't no joke. This is your this is your bottle. Straight up. Um, if you like something that if if you have. A sty, drink this rye. <laughs> see what I did there? I see you, guy. The rhyming you <laughs> apply. 
And meanwhile, I try Bryce to say Marita something, and I'm die. like, yeah, we sure hope Bryce Marita doesn't Because he's a simple. Yeah. But we want him to be satisfied. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go 7-7 seven, seven on this. It's not what I want in a rye. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's an oaky bourbon in my mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um. So I'm going to go 7-7. Seven, seven. Okay, but cool. I, one of the things, if you have, you know, if you have extra income, you see this. Yeah, buy it. And you like that sort of thing. Or just, yeah, if you're into you know, that kind of thing. Or you like a rare bottle. Don't get me wrong. This is a rare bottle. Yeah. Yeah. So that's All what right. we got. I think it's time for our next portion of the show. What we like to call Whiskey World News. And we're back. Time for the part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. We didn't write it. We just talk about it. It's called Whiskey World News. And this one comes from The Whiskey Wash. And it's written by Gary Carter. Um, And it's titled, British rock band Motorhead launches Ace of Spades bourbon in the U.S. British rock band Motorhead recently released its Ace of Spades straight bourbon in the U.S., the latest collaboration between American whiskey makers and rock legends. The new bourbon initially had a brief debut in August in limited edition Sturgis bottles distributed around the iconic motorcycle rally. And thanks to its popularity, popularity distributor, distributor Brew Pipeline is now fulfill, fulfilling orders across the U.S. This includes Brew Pipeline's distribution in California, Rhode Island, and as well as online orders via Craft Shack. Craft Shack? That sounds like Crap Shack. <laughs> yeah. Does Joe own this as well? Uh, shipping <laughs> to 41 states. We're honored to develop this fantastic American bourbon in concert uh, with Motorhead, said Joel Kath, founder of Proof Artisan Distillers of Fargo, North Dakota, in a prepared statement, following input and feedback from the band, we aim for a loud tasting profile with a high rye mash, four years of aging, slow gradual dilution, and final conditioning with no chill filtering. Hey, that's not that's the name the of the name. podcast. <laughs> uh, we're extremely proud of the result. Following the heels of Motorhead Road Crew and American Pale Ale released last fall, Brew Pipeline again teamed up with Motorhead and global merchandising services to bring this spirit to life. Mm-hmm. Cool. Any thoughts? Yeah, I'll make this short and sweet. If I were a rock band, heck yes, I would start a whiskey uh, brand. No doubt. Uh, but not no doubt, like the the rock band. Um. But if I were in No Doubt, I would convince Gwen Stefani to start a whiskey company. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, that's my thing. Is like, part of me is like, you know, blackened, and the Pogues put out a Irish whiskey, and like all these like uh, rock bands that who else did it? It was a uh, uh, Slipknot did their own, right? Slipknot has their own. Yep. And then who else am I missing? There's at least one other rock band. Oh. <sighs> I know the Deftones do really. Stuff. They do beer. beer. I've definitely seen beer. Yeah, but like, uh, I come on. I mean, especially if you're like, you know, someone like Motorhead or or Metallica, for goodness' sake. Uh, heck yeah, I'd start a whiskey brand, and and a cool name like Blackened. But we're not talking about that as much as Motorhead. But um, I, I mean, why not? I would hope it would be good. And that's my thing about this Motorhead one is like, hopefully it's great. Uh, and Blackened was decent. Um, that being said, maybe I'll have to figure out another way to get into the whiskey business. Besides, I'm a little late to the Brock scene. All so, right. So yeah. here's the what thing. Yeah. I I played Tony uh-huh. Hawk, Pro Skater 2. Yeah. And I listened to the Ace of Spades. The Ace of Spades! Hours, hours on end. If I saw this, I'd pick it up. Now, what I'm going to go back to, though, Bring it if back. No Doubt releases a whiskey, mm-hmm. it's going to be t- called Give it just a swirl, a spin <laughs> job, please. That's, that's, oh, <laughs> man. That's my best Gwen Stefani impression. I'm trying so. to think, what would I name it if I were Gwen Stefani? Wasn't it like a Beatle? Or like, there was some, it was more like a folky kind of, not a Beatle, it was like, uh, that you like more bands doing whiskeys anyway. All right. Yeah. Oh, you, you um, know, uh, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. That was it. It was. Uh, oh yeah. I don't even okay. talk about the mixture We're, of folky and rock. Yeah. You remember? So you remember, Cole? You texted me about an hour and a half ago and said yeah. we'll do a quick show. Yeah. 
It's not a quick show. Yeah, and that's okay. But people love us still. Right? Right, <laughs> listeners? Right? I mean, all right, though. Oh, well, someone's got to like us. This is the number so, one you know, whiskey talk show in we, the world. We, oh, the best whiskey talk show you ever heard. Let's um, move it along. It's yeah. time for What Whiskey Would You Choose? And what yeah. are the results from last week? We don't Heck, even know. I don't yet. know. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I have one for you this week, Cole. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, it's January. Okay. And I don't totally. want to trivialize anything, but no. when I get into January, I think of like just fighting for human rights. Okay. Okay. Martin Luther yeah, King sure. style. Yeah, that's right. And you are a man who likes to get into fighting mood every yeah. every now and then. Put you them know, up. Might, put them up. Yeah. yeah. So if you're about to enter a fight, mm-hmm. you're gonna throw down. I love this. I love this. There's question. gonna be fisticuffs. Yeah. What whiskey are you drinking before you get into fisticuffs? Okay. I was thinking you were saying what without bottle... breaking any laws. What bottle would you grab at a bar fight? And, um, <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I, I was thinking like Michter is 10 easily. Because um, it's got that one inch glass bottle. Yeah, I wouldn't even need to break it on glass a, a bar girl. before I stab someone with it. I would just first hit someone on the head with the two or like one and a half inch base of this thing. And yeah. then I'd start stabbing people with it. Uh, that being said, so the question is at a bar fight, no, no, what, it's just, do I drink or no? No, no, no. The question is, what's your fighting whiskey? Oh, like, what okay. gets you a frisky for fighting? Wait, wait. So, does this mean the first thing I drink before a fight or like, oh, it's like, it's like someone calls you out and says, you don't study enough and I'm parking weird in your parking oh. spot and we're going to throw down, bro. What's your and, fighting whiskey? Yeah, but like, is that before the fight or after the fight? It's before, okay. before the fight. Okay. This is the this is the whiskey that you go. You uh, know what? I've had enough. Yeah. What is your uh, whiskey? I'm gonna go Scotch here. You know why? Okay. Because I don't have an English uh, whiskey to to claim that I would love because I've never really had a English whiskey. But I'm gonna claim UK whiskey on this one okay. uh, because UK? I do okay. believe that Saturday nights all right for fighting. And uh, that Elton John is the song I would listen to in my, Elton or at John, least if I did, if age fighter if, known to man. Yeah. If, if there were a movie, a biopic of my life, if there were a fight scene, it would be played to Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting uh, by Elton John. And so G7. I'm going to go Scotch. What's that? <laughs> what is, I was just thinking of is that dirty work. And it's uh, Chris Farley's at the jukebox, and he goes, oh, "It was I can't remember what song he was on, but but he goes, oh, it's a G, a seven, and it plays if you like being your color." Anyway, was that like before a fight or something? Yes. Oh, that's great. Uh, so I'm gonna go scotch here, and I'm just gonna go with one of my favorite scotches. Uh, I'm gonna go Ardbeg, Punchinova, ten year. Here's okay. why. Because Ardbeg Tenure is a little more rugged than Ardbeg Korvrecken or Ugadal. Uh, I want to be a little more rugged and scrappy in my fight. So Saturday night's all right for Ardbeg 10. Okay. Yeah. I am going to go with Quiet Man. Mm. Traditional Irish. Whiskey. Irish, yeah. Just their standard. Because mm-hmm. you know what? The Irish in me says, uh, stereotypically, we, we got to fight. Totally. Quiet Man. Makes me be kind of the fighter that just sits there, like someone's like waiting for hey, you're sitting finishing. in my seat, yeah. And I just finish my drink, yeah. Put it on the put it on it's the like bar. Brad Pitt and snatch. Take a big breath, yeah. And then boom! I get yeah, the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh, he was so quiet, man. I didn't think he was going <laughs> to knock me out." And then everyone in the bar is like, "Yeah, you." But we all hate that jerk. So that's what I'm. That's my fighting whiskey. I love quiet it. Man. Saturday night's all right for a quiet man too. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot, actually. <laughs> so uh, we, you know, normally at this part of the show, we say, you know, what are our options for next week? I'll tell you what our options are, but we're not going to vote for them. Uh, and by saying, I'll tell you what our options are. I don't have the box with all the samples that I brought with me. So I'm going to say there are many options. There are plenty. <laughs> there it well, could be anything. So I mean, Great heck, job. it could be Pappy 23. It could be. I think I took the uh, Four Roses 2014 limited edition with me, uh, but it could be that it could not be. So we'll figure that one out. Um, we'll see. Or it could yeah. be Alberta Premium Cast Strength 
too. The uh, 63.6%. That sounds okie dokie. Okie dokie, yeah. Um, All right, man. So, yeah, I hope uh, our listeners are held in suspense. I had a hiccup. Uh, And I hope (laughs) that we have a very fun time. And I hope our listeners can actually listen to or watch Embellish Pods um, countdown to our blind tasting that we're going to be doing right after this recording. So, you know, uh, if you haven't, watch it on uh, Embellish Pods uh, YouTube now. So, I hope you can do that. Go ahead, Rob. As Cole says that, I think Cole forgets. I hope, Cole, that you remember this episode comes out two weeks after that episode you're talking about. So I hope listeners I hope go you've back already and- watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Cole, I hope that chocolate teeny doesn't mm. go affect your bikini. Straight life. to my thighs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Robbie, I hope uh, that uh, our, well, you know what, Robbie? Man, maybe I haven't had enough to drink. But more to come. So, yeah, I hope our listeners, uh, you know, uh, understand that. uh, Crap, I think I blew it already. I haven't ruined this in a while. And I like double ruined it. Like our our listeners are like, wow, he blew it already. And then he blew it twice. I hope, Robbie, for our listeners sake, that our love of spirits lifted theirs. Wait, did I get that right? Yeah. No, you didn't. (laughs) Come on. Cool. I hope next episode you get it right. Yeah. But most of all, listeners, <laughs> I hope our love of spirits lifted yours. I love it. We cut enough corners on that one that we put all the corners back together. You'll, yeah, exactly. You know what we're saying. Made we got it into it. a club sandwich. <laughs>